Well, good afternoon, ladies. I am so extremely excited on today. I have a, an encouraging word for you all on today. I know that it blessed me, so I'm hoping that it blessed you. But just before we get started, I would just like to say that uh, I had a fabulous time um, over... I went on vacation, uh, started on uh, Thursday, and I came home on Sunday. But it was just an awesome time, me and my um, children and my grandchildren. We went to Panama Beach in Florida. And um, I'm telling you, just to have that time away with my family, we had an opportunity to talk and share and, you know, discuss issues and um we may have had one another, celebrated my son's birth, 32nd birthday. It was just a good time going to the beach, um, spending time with my grandkids. Uh, so I encourage you, you know, take that time out with your families. Um, any chance that you get, practice that self-care. Sometimes as women, we get so busy. We wear so many different hats mothers, wives, employers, entrepreneurs, authors, um, in fivefold ministry. Uh, we just get very, very busy. And um, we just fail to take care of us. So that was a time that I had just to really take care of me and also spend time with my family. So today we're going to be sharing and again, um, you all know that I'm coming out of morning with God Daily Bible Devotional for Women. And today the theme is take that leap of faith. And the scripture is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through him who gives me strength. Paul learned to be content despite any circumstances. While we are often given this verse to encourage us to believe we can do anything in context, Paul asserts that you can do all things. God is calling you to do. Take that leap of faith to fulfill your calling. When natural circumstances do not appear favorable, Trust that God will align the right people and opportunities, and he'll open doors. Do not allow unfavorable circumstances to dissuade you rather than challenge you. God is with you in everything. And I just thought that was just so absolutely um, a good topic for today. And when I read it out of the in this entirety, this was started at verse 14, um, 13. I want to start at verse 10, and then I'll get into what I want to share with you all. Uh, and this is Paul. It said, but I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regards to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased 
and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to be, both to abound and both to suffer need. Then it goes into, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So what I would like to share on today, uh, ladies, is the word contentment. Is when I started to read this verse, I started to reflect back on my life of where I was and where I'm at today. And that word contentment means so much because uh, two reasons, learning how to be content. And Paul was really talking about learning how to be content and uh, whatever state that we're in, whether that's uh, in want, whether that's in need, or whether that's when we're full. And I'm going to break that down because I think it's so important. Contentment, because for me, if I'm not content, I'm going to start putting my hands in things that God never called me to. Because what contentment does um when I learn how not to be content, I'm sorry, I start to put my hands in everything that God hasn't called me to. Because when you're not content, you start to, um, I see so many people leaving jobs and leaving ministries and leaving um, relationships or leaving um, opportunities because they're not content. And that's what Paul is saying, to learn how to be content in whatever state that you're in, if you're in a state of uh, pain, you're in a state of confusion, you're in a state of lack, if you're in a state of not being where God, where you know that God has called you to, be content in that state. If you are in a state of uh, having everything, you got, you know, the car, the house, the ministry, the, the spouse, learn how to be content in that as well. The other thing I want to talk about is sometimes we can become so content that we don't take that leap of faith and step out into what God has called us to because we are afraid. We're content. We know um, this situation. We know how uh, we're comfortable in it. We know from day to day what the situation is going to look like. And we're, scared, we're afraid to launch out into the deep. Because we really don't have that trust that we need in God to know that whatever happens in our lives, that he's going to work it out. And we get in a hurry. So listen to this, ladies. It says, now that I speak in regards to need, I have learned in whatever state I am to be content. It says, I know how to be abased. And that word abased means to bring low, humble, to reduce, to bring into a humble condition, to assign a lower rank, to be ranked below others who are honored or rewarded. That was a lot in that. That's what he's talking about. Learn how to be a base. Learn how to be content when you are in a state of being a base, bringing low, humbling ourselves, a lower rank learning how to honor others even when things have not started to happen in our own lives. Be content in it. Because if we don't be content, 
when someone else um, is in a place where God is blessing them, we're going to become jealous, envious. We won't be able to, um, to rejoice with them. And the Bible says rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn. We won't be able to rejoice with them. Then it says this, and I know how to abound. He know how to abound and be content. What is abound? To be great, to have abundance, to be affluent, to excel, to be in excess. So he know how to be in a place of a base and abound. Because we're not always in the same place. Sometimes we're in that state of a base and then sometimes we're in that state of abound. But we got to learn how to be content in whatever state we're in. With the hope and the faith to know that God going to work it out. Because sometimes we worry ourselves sick. We don't give uh, God the opportunity to show us, and not only us, but to show the world that he worked it out. Because we, 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 we leave too quickly out of things. But how will we know that God has worked out that situation when we haven't learned how to be content in it? And sometimes for me, I would be in painful situations and instead of sitting with my pain, trusting in God, that he was going to, whatever situation it was, health-wise, relationship-wise, uh, job-wise, whatever it was, instead of holding on and saying, I'm going to sit here and allow God to work this situation out. So in the end, I'll be able to give God the glory, God the honor, and God the praise. And not only so I can see how he worked it out, so I can be a testament to others on how he worked it out. But if I get in a hurry all the time and I try to fix it or I try to walk away from it, guess what? We're not going to be able to get the true victory that we need. We will begin to worry. The Bible says, do not worry. And you know what? The thing that I found out when I was talking with um, someone else, there, a group of women that I'm, I'm a part of, she said something that really made sense to me. And I was just like, wow, it wowed me. She said, it's 365 references, which is verses in the Bible that talks about do not worry. That's 365 days in a year. Why? Because God already know that we were going to worry. But he also has given us a solution to things. Faith. He said faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things that we cannot see. And even though we cannot see it, guess what, ladies? If this is will, it's going to come to pass. And sometimes we don't feel like um, it's happening quick enough. If you think about back in um, and I have been studying this out. I have a book, um, and it's really a book talking about um, it's all women in the Bible. And as I'm starting to read this, I'm seeing some of the, the mistakes that some of the women made in the Bible, like Hannah. Hannah um, became anxious to the point where she wanted that child and she started to look at um, Paniah and started to, to fret 
even though she came back around to the situation and she prayed after she went through uh, what she had, had, had to go through before she got to that place. I also look at Eve, how Eve had everything that she could desire until she allowed that serpent to come and deceive her. But it started with her because it was something that she still wanted more of things that she desired. That's why we have to be careful as women. We have things that God is blessing us with, but we have a, a, a level of um, not being content. And because of that, we desire more and more and more. And what happens is we'll find ourselves looking in the wrong direction, getting things that God never told us that we need, we, we, we should have. And we get into situations too quickly because of a lack of contentment. Then I look at, um, it's another one, Sarah in the Bible. And Sarah got in a hurry. God had already promised Sarah that she was going to have a child. But Sarah got in a hurry. Why? I believe a lack of contentment. She was not content waiting on God. And because of that, she got her, um, and I'm saying in these terms, her maid to uh, lay down with her husband and have a baby. And then she became upset when it happened. And really, it all started with her because she had a level of discontentment. And so we have to be careful of allowing discontentment to creep in because, again, when we allow discontentment to creep in, it begins to cause problems in our lives. And then Paul also said that everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full, what is full is satisfied. He said, I have learned to be satisfied. And then it says, both to abound, which again means to excel, and both to suffer need. And see, that's the thing that we don't want to do. We don't want to suffer. But Paul said, I learned how to abound and to suffer need. Meaning, Paul had to go through some things. Paul was always going through some things, but he didn't allow that to stop him from doing whatever it is that God had called him to do. Even on his deathbed, as we read last week, he encouraged Timothy. He said, stir up the gift, Timothy. He was reminding Timothy of his faith. He said, don't forget about the faith that your mother and your grandmother imparted into you. He said, remember the, the hands the, the, the hands that I laid on you. He reminded him and he knew that he was getting ready to go to his death. He knew he was facing death. But even in that, ladies, he was content. Because he could still encourage people. He could still, um, you know, uh, disciple his, um, it, it was a spiritual son. So he also said here, both of all need, I can do all things with Christ who strengthens me. When they used the word um, 
full, is satisfied, hungry, is crave and seek, eager desire. Learn to be full and long to be hungry. Two things, full, satisfied, hungry, crave, eager, desire. We have to learn how to be hungry, but be content. Again, be hungry. Uh, you know, sometimes we have those desires inside of us and we have to allow ourselves to be in that place until God say move. Because again, if we don't, we're in a state of discontent. And in a state of discontent, we go on and we get involved in things that God never said that he wanted us to be involved in. And that's relationships. You know, I remember um, when I was married before I got into my second marriage, I didn't wait on God for God to tell me, okay, this is the person I have for you. Because I was at a state of discontent with being single, I ended up getting involved with someone that God had never said that I was supposed to marry. And he ended up walking out and leaving me anyway. And all that wasted time, uh, I remember him taking all of the furniture out of our home. We had bought a home together, cars together. And guess what? I end up being left from that marriage only to have to start all over again because I did not listen to God, one, and I allowed myself to get into a place of discontent of being single. So as you see, as I gave you the examples of the women that um, in the Bible that got discontent, they became discontent. And so when we do that, this is what the Bible tells us. This is in Philippians 4. When we find ourselves becoming discontent, when we find ourselves wanting to move out too quickly. But again, if we find ourselves becoming too content, but we're not moving out in the time that God is telling us, we're not applying that faith. This is what the Bible encourages us to do, ladies. Philippians 4. It says, let your gentleness be, be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Excuse me, ladies. That's my puppy. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So again, the Bible is telling us to be anxious for nothing. Again, I talked about that word worry and anxious being um, in the Bible three, you know, 365 times because the Bible, again, knows we were going to be worried and anxious. It's about the same thing because when we were, we, we have a state of anxiousness, being anxious about things. Being anxious that God is not going to work it out. Being anxious that I'm not going to uh, get that job. Being anxious that I'm not going to um, um, be in that, you know, that um, 
that, that spouse. Be anxious that I'm not going to be called into the fivefold ministry. Being anxious. And again, we have to give it to God in prayer and supplication, making our requests known to God. And when we start to do that, it says the peace of God will surpass all understanding, will guard our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. We won't even understand how we got peace in, the, in these situations. We have things going on in our lives and we'll be like, why am I so peaceful through this situation? Because we've already prayed. We already know God is going to work it out. We already know it's going to, he's going to work it out for our good. We already know, even though we may, excuse me, ladies, we may be experiencing pain. You know, even though we may be uh, going through a, a, a season in our lives where it seems like all kind of stuff is breaking out in our lives. And we're like, man, why is all this stuff happening? But when we go to the world and we um, give it to God in prayer and we begin to thank him, only then will the peace of God begin to surround our lives. But when we try to work it out on our own, that's when we become anxious. That's when we become making, um, we don't make sound decisions. That's why the Bible says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. We got to begin to ask God for the wisdom. Give me the wisdom to know the difference. Give me the wisdom on when to move and when not to move. Give me the wisdom on how to make the, the correct decision. Give me the wisdom. And just know until he do that we have to remain in that situation and be content. Then it goes on to verse 8. It says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, worthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. So that's what I would say to you on today. When we start meditating on things outside of what the word has told us to meditate on, it's going to put us in a place where um, we have no peace. When we get to worrying about so many different things that go on in our lives. We try to work it out on our own. And I keep saying that because I want us to know, ladies, because we are good for putting our hands and stuff instead of just waiting. Instead of just waiting. Now, I'm not saying if you're in an abusive relationship, you're supposed to wait. That ain't what I'm talking about. I'm not saying that if you are in a situation where it's creating harm, to you or others, then you have to wait. I'm saying when we're making sound decisions about our lives, about the lives of our family, about the lives of our children, our grandchildren, we have to make sure that we are in a place of contentment. And in that place of contentment, we have to make sure that we pray and that we intercede and we ask God for guidance. Because when we do get ready to make that decision, guess what? We'll have that peace that surpasses all understanding. And that's what I wanted to share with you all on today.
is to let the peace of God rule in your heart. Let, let this scripture remind you when you're going through what you're going through throughout this week. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I, I, I can, if I'm in a, um, a tough situation, I could be content. If I'm in the best situation, I could be content. Why? Because I know God is going to work it out. Let's pray. Oh, gracious Father, I come before you right now in the name of Jesus. And I just want to thank you on today for allowing us to come before your presence. Allowing us, Father God, to be able to meditate on this scripture. Letting us know that we can do all things through you who gives us the strength. That we cannot do it in our own strength. Father, but we cast all of our cares upon you because you care for us. Father God, and we ask you right now in the name of Jesus and the power of your Holy Spirit that you will lead us, you will guide us, that you, God, will uh, come in and intervene, Father God, on our behalf. Father God, we need you more than ever, like never before. Father God, help us to be content, Father God, in every circumstance, and every situation, Father. Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for every woman that's out there right now, every woman, Father God, that may have worries that's going on, anxiety, those things that um, concerned her, because those things that concern her concerns you and because of that father god give her the faith give her oh god the uh, the peace and know father that you have already worked it out father that she don't have to move father god with hesitancy she don't have to father god be afraid father god to um leave without um uh, hearkening to your voice i pray right now in the name of jesus the job she's inquiring about the home father i pray right now the finances that she's inquiring about i pray father uh, for her business that she's inquiring about i pray right now in the name of Jesus for Father God for that relationship that she's inquiring about. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would speak to her, God. I pray, Father, for that five-fold ministry gift that she's inquiring about. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you, oh God, would speak to her. You would speak to her through a situation. You would speak to her, Father God, through someone else. You would speak to her, Father God, through your word. You will confirm it, Father, in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father. I I pray for those that is trying to move out too soon. Father, I pray that you would give her the contentment, Father, to remain steadfast, unremovable. Father God, always abiding in the faith. I pray right now in the name of Jesus for those, Father, that's uh, um, staying in a place of uh, over contentment where they're not moving out, Father God, in faith. You said faith is the substance of things, hope for the evidence of things that we cannot see. And even though they cannot see it, God, they will move out just like Abraham did. You told him to move away from his family, everything that he knew, God, and he stepped out in faith. Give her that type of faith. Put it in her, Father. Let her know, Father God, that it's already there. That the only thing she got to do is exercise it in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, I pray. I pray for 
for every child uh, of every woman, Father God, to have children. I pray right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for their grandchildren. I pray for their spouses in Jesus' name. Oh, God, you do it. You work on their behalf, God. I ask you right now, Father God, to begin to heal their heart. Heal them from the inside out, God. Help them to know, Father God, that you would never leave them and you would never forsake them. Help them to keep their mind and their hearts on you in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, I thank you. Let them know that you are the Jehovah Jireh, that you are the strong tower, that you are the Prince of Peace, that you are the Lord of Lords, that you are the Alpha and the Omega, that you are the beginning and the end. Oh, God, let no flesh be glorified, that you would get the glory, you would get the honor, and you would get the praise. Oh, God, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, Father, that you gave him to us, Father God, because of our sins, because of our, 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 our shortcomings, God. Oh, God, and we thank you. Help us to remind ourselves, God, that you, Father God, allowed him to shed that blood for us, God. And because of that, that we won't take the shame upon ourselves, that we won't, oh God, be walking condemnation. Father, you said that we don't have condemnation. Those that are in Christ Jesus, those that love you, God. Oh God, and we thank you. We thank you for the conviction because we know conviction changes us. We know convictions let us know when we're not doing the right thing, when we're not in line with your word and your will. Oh God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. I pray for every woman, Father, that desires to go into the five-fold ministry, God, that desires to do what it is that you call them to do. I pray for that prophet. I pray for the teacher. I pray, Father, for the pastor. I pray for the evangelist. I pray for the apostle, God. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will open up doors of opportunity, oh God. Let them not try to kick doors open on their own. Let them know, God, that you've already prepared the way, that you've already placed the right people in their path, but give them the wisdom to know the difference. Oh, God, open up their eyes of understanding. God, let them know, God, that it's a season for them. Oh, God, it's a season that you will open up doors. It's a season, God, that you will close doors. Oh, God, and I thank you for it in advance. I pray for that woman right now, God, that woman that desires to preach your word, that woman that desires, God, in the name of Jesus, that travel and, Father, has shared the good news of Jesus Christ with those that are lost, that woman that desires, oh, God, to touch the hearts and the mind of your people, that woman that desires in the name of Jesus, that feels like, Father, that she's got um, hindrances in her way, God, any hindrance that may be hindering her from doing your will. Move it out the way, God. Let her know, Father, that you're in control. Let her know, God, that you called her to that assignment. Let her know in the name of Jesus, Father, that you got her in the palm of your hands. Oh, God, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. You're an awesome God. You're an amazing God. And we thank you for it, Father. You said, Father, that you loved us. Oh, God, and we thank you for loving us. We thank you, Father God, for nurturing us. We thank you for building us on your word, God. You said every promise that we have for our lives is yes and amen. And we thank you for the promises of God. We thank you, God. Continue to provoke us. Provoke us to move out in what you called us to. Provoke us into that business. Provoke us to write that book. Provoke us right now in the name of Jesus to preach your word. Provoke us in the name of Jesus to pray, to intercede, God. Provoke us right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus. And we thank you for it, Father. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will heal, Father. Heal the woman in her mind, in her emotions, in her soul, in her will. Heal her, Father God. Oh, God, the own 
only way, God, that we can give of ourselves in a way that you would have us. And we're healed, healed in the inside from the inside out. And we thank you, Father, for your healing virtue. You will help us, Father, to make disciples. You said go and make disciples of all nations. Help us, God, to make those disciples. Help us to teach people what we've been taught. Help us to teach people how to pray. Help us to teach people how to seek your face. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we thank you. Help us to go back to sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Letting people know they can be saved, they can be delivered, they can be set free in Jesus' name. Oh God, we thank you, God. I pray right now for that woman. Oh God, for that woman that her husband walked out on her. I pray right now you will give her the strength, that you will guide her, that you will lead her. I pray for that woman that's being beaten, oh God, by her spouse. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will give her a way of escape. Oh God, I pray right now, Father, that you, oh God, will heal her mind, heal her body. Oh God, let her know, Father God, oh God, that you haven't heard, you haven't forgot about her cry. You haven't forgot in the name of Jesus. I pray for that woman, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, the struggling in finances. I pray for her right now in the name of Jesus. Oh God, open up doors of opportunity. Allow finances to come from the east, from the west, from the north, from the south. I pray for that woman that don't have a home, that home, woman that's homeless. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, God, that you will provide a home for her. You said, Father God, that you will provide all of our needs according to the riches of your glory. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, God, that you would do it. I pray, Father. I pray for that woman, Father, that desires to see her sons and daughters. I pray right now that you will allow it to come to pass, that you will open up that door, that you will give her the desire of her heart, God. I pray for that woman, God. Oh, God, that's struggling to write that book. Father, help her to be led by the Holy Spirit. Let her know, God, that you got on the palm of your hands. You said in your word, God, if we, oh God, when we don't know what to pray for, that the Holy Spirit will give us others. Help her to pray, seek your face, how to go, how to write, when to write, with direction to write in, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, I thank you right now. I pray, Father, for our grandchildren and our grandchildren's grandchildren. I pray right now in the name of Jesus. Oh God, that we will become legacy breakers, that we will break, Father, bondages. Oh God, those things that held our family back. We will break, oh God, those uh, spirits of, Father God, manipulation and control. We will break those spirits, Father God, of uh, sexual abuse, God. We will break those spirits, oh God, of rape. We will break those spirits, Father, of pride and self-righteousness. We will break it right now in the name of Jesus. And we will learn how to be content. Content, oh God, when we're full. Content when we're empty. Content when we have lack. And content when we have need. Oh God, help us, Father, to have that spirit of contentment. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus, God. Oh God, and I pray, even as I begin to leave this place, God. Oh God, that you, oh God, be with us, Father God, as we go to our separate places. Every woman, Father, that was on today, Father, bless her, Father. Bless her for her sacrifices, God. Bless her in the name of Jesus, oh God, for the desires of her heart. Bless her in the name of Jesus, Father. Oh God, speak to her quickly. Give her a quick word, a rhema word, a word in season, a word that's going to change the course and the direction of her life. Oh God, I thank you for every woman that will come back and listen to the replay. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus, God. Oh, God, that you will hear a cry. God, that you will hear a request in the name of Jesus. And I thank you in Jesus' name. Oh, God, we thank you.
Thank you, Lord. And right now, before I close, I want to just make sure that we don't have any comments out there. And it looks like we don't. But again, I thank you all, those that will come back and listen to the replay. Thank you for um, coming on today and allowing me to share with you. I hope the word um, provoked you. I hope the word uh, empowered you. I hope the word strengthened you. And just know that I'm believing God with you, uh, that he will give you all the desires of your heart. I love you, ladies. Take care and share this word with someone else. God bless you.